Welcome to AM Best Audio. The insurance industry has recognized the importance of creating a diverse and inclusive environment. But are good intentions good enough? Perhaps data holds the key to a truly impactful DNI strategy. I'm John Weber for AM Best Audio, and I'm speaking today to Deanne Green. Deanne is Veras, Global Head of DNI. Deanne, so glad you could join us today. John, thank you. It's great to be back again. So, Deanne, the insurance industry is a data-driven business, but how can data and analytics help transform DNI in the insurance workplace? Yeah, that's a really great question, and I think sometimes we forget that um, this work needs to be data-informed. It's scientific and you have to start with understanding your own unique story in the data. And what do I mean by that? You know, looking at both quantitative and qualitative data points, I think the numbers give us insights, but only so far. So you've got to bring the two together, the quantitative and the qualitative. And then applying a mixed method approach to uncover what is often found quantitatively, the why and the how that's found qualitatively, um, you can in, examine individual cases, listen to experiences, review written survey responses, use focus groups and listening tours to gather critical qualitative information. And what you'll find that shows up in the conversations um, is every bit as important as what shows up in your aggregated quantitative data. So you gotta you gotta marry the two. I'll also say the qualitative data, also helps to build trust and allyship. Um, we get to talk openly with people to learn about their experiences, um, biases, we get to share stories, and all of that helps to build this culture of constant communication on critical topics, and that really helps to build the trust. So you take, you take the numbers with the qualitative um, work, you analyze both, and it really helps you to build the story. The second piece of the use of data is being able to look at other companies within the industry or sector, um, benchmarking and extrapolating where appropriate, right? You can learn lessons from others, whether they're success lessons or failure lessons. It's all a part of learning and it all helps to drive drive all of the programs and policies and 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 a good understanding of where you are on the DNI journey. It differs from company to company. Some companies are a lot further along. Some are at the beginning stages. Some are in the middle. But I will say, regardless of where you are on, on the continuum, um, because this work never stops, regardless of where you are, um, looking at your quantitative and qualitative data, marrying the two, is a practice that you have to embed um, all along that that timeline. So, um, yeah, understanding the story and using the data to give you that um, is always the right way to go. Uh, so, Deanna, what do you what do you see as the uh, hallmarks of a successful DNI strategy? Yeah, I think it's a, a five step process, right? So, um, y- you know. Often we'll say there's no formula to this work. I actually think there is there is a bit of a formula, right? Um, if you are, uh, you know, sharing best practices and you're learning from others who are a little further along further along in their journey, you will find some similarities. And and I think for me, 
um, at least for us here at Veris, we have identified five steps and I'll, I'll take you through them. Um, the first step is, is realizing that you cannot boil the ocean. You have to be pragmatic about it. You have to take a surgical approach about it. You have to, through that data analysis that I just talked about, you have to prioritize and through the prioritization process, you then start to understand where you are going to put your resources of energy, time, and money investment, financial investment. Um, so first, understand, um, can't boil the ocean. We're going to be pragmatic about it. That's the first step, deciding on the approach. The second step would be, what is the vision? Like, where is it that we are looking to go strategically? And what with that vision, what's the mission? So what are we trying to accomplish year over year to support the strategic goals? So understanding your vision and mission in this work would probably be step number two. Step three, what's the data telling us? Where do we have under, you know, representation, over representation, for example? Um, where are those opportunity areas? Where are we really doing well compared to the rest of the industry, compared to our clients, um, our vendors? Where are we doing well, both internally and externally? Step four for me, I think, would be how are we going to focus these efforts, right? So this is now the prioritization part of it. Um, where? Where and how do we focus focus our efforts? Is it going to be in hiring? Is it going to be in our promotions? You know, will it be in retention? Will it be something external, um, CSR or ESG? There's so many different angles to it. But understanding where you're going to focus your efforts and where you're going to um, put your your resources, right? Where you're going to stack your resources. So that would be number four. And then number five is this understanding about accountability in the data. If you collect data, you better be ready to do something with it, right? And so um, creating accountability in the process, who is accountable um, and, and how are we keeping people accountable? Do we have scorecards and reports? And uh, are we supporting our leaders and, and our hiring managers in the process? Um, and in that accountability, that gives you an opportunity to evaluate your success. It gives you an opportunity to adjust where necessary. Um, you know, these are all hallmarks of how do we put a successful strategy in place? And then you wrap a good communication plan in there, build in some transfer, tra tra transparency, um, share the learnings. And then the last piece that folks often um, forget about, still in number five with accountability, is that you have to celebrate. You celebrate the wins. You celebrate and reward model behavior around this so that you get more champions, you incentivize people um, with the right behavior and with the successes so that you can continue to have uh, DE&I champions across the enterprise and across the industry. So for me, five steps, right? Um, decide on your approach and, and make that approach pragmatic and surgical, not boil the ocean. Know your vision and your, your mission as number two. Number three, understand your data and what the data is telling you. Number four, uh, understand where you need to prioritize and focus your efforts and your resources. And number five is the accountability and celebration factor. So Deanne, I really like that saying, you can't boil the ocean. But do you think sometimes companies get really excited and they have the best of intentions, 
but they try to do too much too fast when it comes to implementing a DNI strategy. Absolutely. And you know what happens? You end up with different passion projects and passion will wane over time. And passion, if you are not measuring these passion projects, they can go on forever and ever and people get exhausted because the work is slow moving and the improvements take a long time to really um, get established into your organization, right? And so what I've seen with companies that try to do too much all at once is that after a couple of years, you start to lose people who are on these initiatives. Um, and it's because, you know, while, while the best intentions are there, if you're not measuring it, then you, you really don't know where you're going, how you're doing. Are you receiving any kind of ROI for all the effort that you're putting out? And so you got to measure it in some way, shape or form. Also, when you boil the ocean, everyone's overlapping. You don't know what the priorities are. And so therefore you really end up, uh, you know, I would say um, exhausting your, your people um, on, on initiatives and projects that are showing no return and, and guaranteed the passion will die after a while. It's so slow moving that, you know, folks aren't seeing returns. They're, they're, they're gonna wanna move on to something else. It's baby steps, but it is consistent baby steps, right? Um, I always say you definitely have to crawl before you walk. Uh, but also another saying that I really, um, you know, use a lot is that what gets measured gets done. And if you're not measuring it um, and sharing the progress or not, you might not have progress, but you share that too because that's an opportunity to readjust. That's an opportunity to take a different route um, and, and to iterate on, on what you're doing over time. So yeah, boiling the ocean, um, definitely a pitfall. Um, you know, uh, not measuring is definitely another pitfall. Uh, not having accountability is another pitfall. And so there's so many different things that can, um, derail the good work, um, the, the, the most well-intentioned initiatives around DNI. There are so many things that can derail it. Um, but what I will say is data is irrefutable. It is scientific. And we should always uh, use that as, as, as our foundation for any DNI strategy that, that we're putting in place. Uh, Deanne, do you think insurers should be looking at other companies and industries when planning their DNI initiatives, or, or should they just consider their own unique needs, or, or maybe somewhere in the middle? Uh, I definitely think we should share. I think we should compare ourselves. We should benchmark against the industry. We should benchmark against companies who are doing better. Um, in terms of their DEI practices, uh, we can't only focus on what's going on within your walls. I would say, in the very beginning, you certainly want to. You want to understand that, but um, it is always good to benchmark against the industry, against your client base, your vendors, your competitors. Um, it's also good to benchmark geographically. 
So, you know, I'll give an example what's going on in some of the metropolitan areas in terms of hiring female talent, right? Um, in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, um, we can find qualified female talent. It's a, it's something that the the insurance industry is is tackling. Um, having more women in senior leadership roles, um, ensuring that we are providing opportunities for women um, to to uh, you know develop in their careers and get to a point where they are leading organizations that have PL and that are revenue generating. It is really, really important for more women to get there so that we can see more women as uh, BU presidents, business unit presidents across all of our insurance companies. And so um, knowing how to benchmark effectively is, is also very important. You gotta know where to go and find the data um, and then taking your internal data and looking at where you are um, relative to uh, either the geography, uh, the, you know, other companies or the industry is really important. So you can't be so, um, you know, uh, you can't look at it only as let's just focus on what's happening internally. You, you truly have to marry, uh, marry the two. So what's your best advice then when embarking on your successful DNI workplace? My best advice always <laughs> will be start with don't boil the ocean. <laughs> Focus on the data. Look, it didn't take it didn't take a year, it didn't take a week, a month, a year to get to where we are, right? It's going to take time. So don't boil the ocean. Um, prioritize and understand that there are some enablers that you know you can you can look to um, use as as some of the launch paths, right? So um, understanding what those enablers are. And for some companies, it's, you know, let's look at the data, but also let's start doing some unconscious bias training. It's a buzzword. A lot of companies do it. Let's get unconscious bias training in there so that, you know, everyone, all our colleagues understand what it means to be more inclusive, uh, what diversity really means, you know, per country, per per state, what's going on there. Um, and then, you know, you want to look at pay equity. You want to also build in allyship programs and opportunities. You want to, uh, you know, ensure that, you know, there's gender inclusivity, you know, particularly that's a global metric, you know, that's something that we should be looking at. And then there's this last piece that, you know, a lot of leaders often forget your business resource groups or your employee networks. Those are, you know, a, groups of, of employees who generally on a volunteer basis are doing DNI work. They are either adding to the culture of the company, they are sharing, um, you know, courageous conversations and experiences that they've had. They are out there helping to recruit they're, and they're doing all of this outside of their day job. Um, those are treasure troves of talent. They're a treasure trove of opportunity. We can bring them in to help us understand how to innovate better and how to get to market with the products, tools, and services that the market is expecting. 
Um, don't forget about those, those networks and those affinity groups. They're a strong part of building that culture. They are champions of diversity, and we should always bring them into the fold when we're, when we're doing this work. So um, I know a lot of companies do that today. Uh, I can't think of an insurance company that does not have, um, you know, some form of um, employee resource group or business resource group, affinity groups, whatever you want to call them. But most companies today do allow for those communities of belonging within their culture. And uh, we, 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 we cannot discount the good work that, that those groups are doing in moving, moving DE&I forward. Dan, always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. And thanks for having me back. And maybe I'll be back again in another two years. Okay. That was Deanne Green, Verisk's global head of DNI. And I'm John Weber for I Am Best Audio. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.